Good morning, everyone. Today is Friday, February 17th, and we've made it through another week. This is Lisa Chinati calling in from Boston, Massachusetts. And I know that the reason that we all wake up just before 5 a.m. and hop on this call each and every day is because we are obsessed. We are obsessed with personal and professional development, with showing up each and every day as the best version of ourselves. I'm sure that most of you on this call consume as much content as I do. Some of you may even consume more content than me. Each of you likely possesses a fairly high level of EQ and can fairly easily recognize your personal strengths and weaknesses. But no matter how well you know yourself or how high your EQ, you likely have a handful of blind spots. We all do. It's natural and totally normal. And those blind spots are likely to be the very things that will slow you down in your growth or maybe even put up a roadblock. The thing that I found fascinating about my own personal blind spots is that after really digging into them, it appears that my actual blind spots may be different than what I was thinking they were. You may be wondering how you go about determining your blind spots. There's an easy exercise called the Johari window that I would encourage each of you to do. You can do this exercise with friends, family members, and coworkers. You start by selecting a list of adjectives, skills, or competencies that you want to use. There are no specific groups of words that you need to use, and they may differ depending upon the relationship that you have with the person you are doing this exercise with. For instance, if it's a family member, you may have adjectives that relate to how you function as a part of the family unit, whereas if you are doing this exercise with coworkers, you may have a totally different list of adjectives. What happens next is that you pick the words that you feel describe yourself from the list. Your partner then selects words about you from that same list that they feel describe you. These words were then inserted into four quadrants. The top left quadrant holds all of the words that you both agree on, while the bottom left <clears throat> quadrant holds only the words that you selected. They are called the arena and facade quadrants, respectively. The facade quadrant is where those descriptors reside that only you chose. They may describe self-limiting fears, anxieties, and doubts, or just as likely, words that lean more towards the way you wish to be perceived by others. The other two quadrants, or windows, are where the magic is found. They are home to your blind spots, as well as attributes that were invisible to both you and your partner. Your blind spots appear in the upper right square and contain the list of attributes that your peers in you, but you don't perceive in yourself. The bottom right quadrant is called the unknown and houses all of those attributes that neither of you were aware of. One fun exercise to do with this is to think about yourself in your professional life as a salesperson. And whether you are a real estate agent who is still in production actively selling houses, a team leader who works with a team of agents, or a broker who no longer sells homes day to day, you're still a salesperson. While you may not be selling real estate, never lose sight of the fact that you are continually selling yourself or your company as you recruit agents or retain agents or even secure a large contract for your company. At its core, it's all sales. What's so fun about this, you ask? Well, easy. There's been a bunch of research conducted over the years that shows salespeople tend to have one or more blind spots from the following list. The need for approval. I know that this may seem counterintuitive as a blind spot. I mean, you do want your clients to, write, to like you, right? 
to some extent, but a personal coach or a good salesperson needs to ask tough questions or be brutally honest even when it's tough. Needing to be the like to the point where those questions or hard conversations don't happen will only come back to haunt you later. And good salespeople don't need a high level of approval. The ability to control your emotions. Strong emotional intelligence is an absolute necessity for a salesperson to deal with all the objections that come up during a sale of any kind. Reacting emotionally or taking the objection personally can kill a sale before it even gets started. Having a supportive buy cycle. The way a person makes their own purchases impacts how they will react to a customer's buying cycle. For instance, if you're a person that likes to do a lot of research when you buy an item, you won't object when your client says that they need to do that as well, even if what they're actually saying is that you haven't convinced them that you are the right person for the job. Conversely, if you are someone who makes a quick buying decision and pressure the person who needs to think about it and do some research, you may lose the sale simply by not understanding that some folks need to go slower in the process. Salespeople need to be comfortable discussing money. All salespeople must be more than comfortable discussing money and in particular compensation that is involved with the transaction. Whatever personal biases they bring with them, including their perception of the cost versus the value, can negatively impact the deal. All salespeople must not just understand, but rather truly believe in the value that they are bringing to the customer. And the final blind spot that typically exists in a personal person's ability is to handle rejection. Out of 100 calls, maybe 10 will become prospects. Of those 10, it's likely only three will actually become customers. And of those three, it's most likely that only one will become your customer. Crazy but true that the stats apply to almost all industries, not just real estate. But no matter how you slice it, that means you've got to be able to deal with a lot of rejection along the way without letting it defeat you. So maybe a task for today is to think about your skill within each of these categories. But then ask those around you which of these qualities they think you possess. And maybe you too will find a blind spot that you didn't know you had. 